This edition of the Major Spoilers Podcast goes out to Charles Alba, Kevin Flaith, and Adriana Ferguson. I'm not sure who I'm doing an impersonation of, but it sounds good for an opening narration, doesn't it? And this one goes out to they. The Major Spoilers Podcast covers news, reviews, and of course, spoilers, and goes into details about the topics discussed. So if you haven't read, listened, or watched the items we talk about, you might want to come back later. Major Spoilers theme song! The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Pod- on, on the air. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod, pod, podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Stephen. I've been listening to the Major Spoilers Podcast. 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 The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Welcome to issue 397 of the Major Spoilers Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Yay! Whether you are a geek guy or a geek girl, we welcome you to our geeky little corner of the web. Mm-hmm. Which brings up our yeah. first topic, Rodrigo. There was a uh, uh, an article, uh, you know, uh, not to put this person down, but not a particularly well-written article over at Forbes' website. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this isn't in a print edition. <laughs> called Dear Fake Geek Girls, Please Go Away by Tara Tiger Brown. Mm-hmm. Contributor. Uh, the the main crux of her argument is that there are girls who are out there pretending to be uh, geeks, gamer geeks, comic book geeks, cosplay geeks, uh, anime geeks, uh, for the sole purpose of only getting attention. Mm-hmm. Don't pretend to love something because you think it will get you attention. Don't think that you can be a shortcut because there isn't one. Dig deep, deep into the roots. Dig until you know things uh, that others you admire in the subject matter don't know or can't do. Then label yourself a geek. Mm-hmm. What's the problem with, with this? And this has really caused kind of an uproar, especially among female comic fans, female geeks, female gamers, whatever that may be. I don't know. I think, you know, the, there's an issue that's more fundamental than this for me, which is that necessity for the geek label mm-hmm. i know that we've run geek nerd dweeb dork right we've uh, we had something on the side where it's like here's actually we've had multiple things on the side because right. they keep popping up where somebody goes this is what a nerd is mm-hmm. this is what a geek is right and a lot of the time what those turn seem to be is this <laughs> is what a nerd is and this is what a way better person than that is. That's yeah, a geek. Yeah. And that yeah. is clearly me, the person who is making this infographic. Right, right. Right? There you go. So, uh, on to me, a lot of the time, this whole geek nerd thing, and then now it, with this article, possibly with this ar- article being the advent of the next uh, series of issues being true geek and not an actual geek. Well, and I think that's kind of where she's coming from, right? right. Because especially in the cosplay community, I've seen a lot of comments made by cosplayers where it's like, girl, you just dress up like that. You don't know anything about the character you're on. So just step off, you know, that kind of an attitude, which Um, I I don't know is, is somewhat problematic. I think it's just another, another version of the, that that constant thing of you know people naturally try to one up each other to be better than each other and you know when right. you see someone who is similar to you you somewhat automatically want to put them down or attack them and if you if you feel that they haven't put in their time if you feel that they're not as complete a i don't know coal miner as you you might want to want to put them put them in their place or whatever. So, you know, this, this a lot of the time feels to me kind of how, like, um, I would be sitting with people playing D and D and they'd be, or actually, you know, I, I, I had this example on possibly on critical hit, maybe even on the major sports podcast. I don't remember anymore, but you know, I, I, I made a comment about somebody commenting about LARPers when, right, right. right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we were talking about off show last right. week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I remembered uh, after I talked to some friends that I've actually had the opposite thing happen, happen as well, where, you know, there's like buffer LARPers who think of themselves as actually out and athletic, you know, being like, well, at least we're not in a basement playing D&D. It's like, this is the same thing, son. 
you're playing a role playing game. Right, right. And you know, I, I think mm-hmm. the my issue with this article is somebody saying basically somebody coming out and saying there are people out there that are not as geeky as me, so don't listen to them. Is is Matthew the argument valid that there are people who are claiming to be geeks, whether this be boys or girls, and in this case the article is well, in the title at least is attacking girls. Um, are there mm. people out there that claim that they are into this? I'm like a hardcore oh, sure. rock soars, wars man. And then they know nothing about anything to the extent, kind of like what I was saying a moment ago about the cosplayers that are just like, you're just dressing up because you think the costume looks cool on you and you're just wanting to get attention, but you don't know anything about the blue beetle. Well, and that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the underlying problem with this and that, yes, there are certainly are people out there, but I think what's really difficult to remember, and I say this as a, a long-term fan of all sorts of nerdy things. First, there are different levels, you know, different points in people's life when they discover these things. And if someone says, you know what I really love? I love Dan Slott Spider-Man. That doesn't mean you in you you know castigate them for being an idiot because they don't understand that Dan Slott Spider-Man can't ever hold a candle to Leon Ditko Spider-Man. That that is an inherently negative premise. That is that is the reason why um, these sort of geeky, if you will, hobbies get sidetracked. Is that in that obsessive, incessant? Well, you didn't you just you weren't there. And I think that to some degree. While she has a point, she doesn't necessarily have an argument in that, first of all, a girl who goes out and becomes, you know, attached to pop culture because she thinks she looks really good in a Princess Leia outfit has just as much right to label herself a geek as a man who, say, finds a whole bunch of comic books that his cousin Elwood has and has his Uncle Bob tell him that he's too old to be reading them and decide in an act of inherent defiance to start reading comics and 25 years later have two of his three jobs directly related to comic book-related ephemera. That is perfectly valid to, you know, to say that someone is not a geek because they haven't done what I've done is quite frankly a BS argument. And I think her but, but argument here... that happens here, though all the time, though. Oh, absolutely. Right. But her argument here kind of boils down to that, that hipster attitude of, we did it before it was cool. And now you people are emulating us to try and be cool. And the underlying resentment there of, we were mocked, or in this case, I, or my people, or, you know, my, my geek girls, I guess is the, the author's premise. My geek girls were mocked. We were made fun of. We were treated poorly because we were obsessed with these things. We're not just, you know, the hobbyists who sort of, who will walk in and go, now that it's cool to do X, I want to do X. And I think that there's, there's a validity to that. And there's certainly, I think there's an emotional resonance to that. Everybody has that point where they're like, well, you know, you aren't really a hardcore fisherman and until you fish with a hook on the end of your finger hanging off the end of a boat or you're not a real hunter until you go out and kill a yak from 200 yards away with mined bullets. You know, I, I think guess I that, just, you know, I guess I'm just surprised that there is this group of people, you know, that there's this group that will label, especially the, the girls who are into this fake geek girls. And that that's been a term that's been around for a long time, apparently. And again, mm-hmm. long time in this culture could be eight years, ten years, within the last decade at least, of, oh, you're just a fake geek right. girl. Um, well, and, and I think it's, it's number one, it's both surprising and troubling to me on a number of different levels. Um, because... You mean, I mean, hey, I run a website about comic books, I read comic books, I do a podcast, all this this fun geekery thing, uh, spoil the hell yeah. out of my son in this. But at the same time, if I'm out in public, it might be hard-pressed for you to say, oh, look, there goes that guy who's really into comic books. Mm-hmm. Unless you see me exiting um, comic book no, store I would say that $500 worth of comic books. Under right. Right. Um, right. I'd say there, but, there goes that guy who's really into uh, Hawaiian shirts. Spending yeah. money. Spending money too. Um, well, the, but then, then the other thing, the yeah, with a stack of, with a stack of iPads. But but then the other thing is that you know for years, and the, and the reason, and I'll and I'll be quite honest, I grew up in an environment, 
not a home environment, because really, frankly, my parents could give two shits. Mm -hmm. uh, but I grew up in an environment where you, uh, that was very sports jock right. oriented. Yes. And if you were somebody that was into these things in a small school full of jocks, mm -hmm. you got the crap kicked out of you on a regular basis. Right. And so I quickly learned about eighth grade. I'm not talking about this shit anymore no. because I don't, I'm tired of being picked on. I'm tired of being put upon. I'm tired of being made fun of. And so for me, it was and that otaku feeling. We keep it inside the walls. We keep it at home mm -hmm. and enjoy yeah. it at home. Right. So that's kind of where I come from, from this perspective. So, you know, the whole idea I think of there's a there's a convention that people go to to celebrate this stuff or to enjoy this stuff is a completely foreign method of uh, or experience for me. Mm -hmm. And so when I find and then when I find other people like Matthew uh, and Bruce and, and Rodrigo and all these other people who have who I've surrounded myself with who are also into this, then I can let my hair down, so to speak, right. and enjoy it. And, <laughs> you don't have any hair, and uh, and unless we're talking be about more your comfortable armpits. in this in this space. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm not but sitting there that... clucking my tongue and going, "Oh, that Matthew knows nothing about My Little Pony, therefore he's inferior." That just seems like a counterproductive well, I, uh, area to go to. That's, that's a great, but there's that same point. wellspring. Rodrigo, go okay. That's a, that's a great point, and I think uh, the the issue there is that there are mean people, right, on both sides, right. Oh, they're always there are new mean people and old mean people, right. Um, the new mean, mean people are my son, right, who yes. makes fun of me, yes. And then there are old mean people like Matthew, right, who makes fun who makes of fun of you, yes. yeah. And, okay, and I see where you're. You are from. just in this cycle of. <laughs> yeah, and then yes. I've got new new course, people yes. like my the, and what is the, what is the common. <laughs> who what's I, the common, I wave what's good the night common denominator to, here good night good night and he doesn't wave at me <laughs> and yet then his brother's like good night and he's like waving furiously good night yeah. and i'm like good night and then he stops waving yeah uh. you, you try to get in front of your <laughs> oldest son so that it looks like maybe the young one is waving at you i caught buddy, part of his wave not, oh! he is so not waving at you in any case uh when i was in college i was a, I, I remember being a junior and um, first week when I first week back when I was a junior, somebody tried to cook a, an English muffin or try to uh, put an English muffin in a toaster. Right, sets off the fire alarm right. in the dorm. Right, everybody right. comes. Everybody out. does that. This girl who is now a sophomore is sitting there in the cold, like we all are, and goes, oh, "Stupid freshman!" Right, and I'm like. You were a freshman 10 seconds ago. How yeah, can you yeah. say, ugh, stupid freshman? It's not like you grew extra neurons over the summer. Yeah, yeah. If, if you knew this girl, you would think that she has less neurons <laughs> after that summer. You know? And that's the thing is, like, people can't wait to be in the elite, to be able sure. to tisk and at other people. Right, right. And, and that's yeah. what ends up happening. And you see that at every level. You know, you see people going, ugh, the, I can't believe this person is... Uh, Dressing up like Supergirl. She never... I bet you she's never read Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes. And right. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I bet you you've right. never and read... I'm, and I'd be Crisis saying she doesn't Infinite. even know who Mike Sikowski is. Exactly. Right, you, right. you know, I bet you she's never... She didn't know that Supergirl died during Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm -hmm. I bet you, you know, there's there's so much... And, and Supergirl is a relatively new character. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so all things let's, considered. let's put this into another uh, camp, another perspective. Mm -hmm. um, sports. Right. Because when we talk about fans, whether we're talking about a fan of something, the root of fan is fanatic, fanatic meaning people who go crazy over stuff. So I really enjoy watching soccer mm -hmm. and watching soccer play out. But I and I but I barely have. A, a, honestly, I have a grasp of the rules, but I couldn't tell you all the positions or what they're supposed to do or all of the rules in and That's of themselves. Because you're a dilettante. You're not well, really a soccer geek. You're just a schmuck. No, I, I mean, I would consider myself a soccer fan. I enjoy it. I enjoy watching, consuming, talking about it. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple people that follow us on Twitter. Um, Maggie Sox, who's a big sports person, mm -hmm. and uh, wing to Jay Jeff, who um, both of those two are like, I, I think they said founding board members of the New Jersey soccer club. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, that's great. 
and they were impressed that that I am into soccer. Mm-hmm. But you know, to be honest, I'm probably not as into soccer as you are. Mm-hmm. And so I fear having that conversation with you because then suddenly you're going to say, oh, you're just a fake f- soccer fan. Well, fake soccer fans, please go away. I think. Uh, and is, see, is that the same you, argument? Can you be a fake soccer fan? If you like soccer, then you like soccer and you're a fan of soccer. And I think the, the issue. Yeah. So the, then can you be a fake comic book or fake I, gamer? or I think, fake? I think the issue comes in when you give yourself a title. Mm. When you say, and and that is what geek has become. When you say, I am a history buff. Right. 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 For example. Mm -hmm. And then somebody's like, oh, you know what my favorite fight is? This fight. And you've never heard of it. Mm -hmm. What the hell is Avignon? Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Right. Uh, then then it throws it into question. You get defensive. Somebody's like, that guy's not actually a history buff or whatever. You know, you can say that you're, you know, that you're a fan of history or that you enjoy reading about ancient historical battles and going to historical reenactments or not, or Mm -hmm. just sitting there and watching all all the thousands and thousands of documentaries about World War II that they air hourly on the History Channel Mm -hmm. Um, and, and call it good there. But I think the problem is when you give yourself that title, because that title in and of itself is... A, a, a challenge to someone else it's like being a, a, a quick on the draw mm-hmm. you know in the wild west it's like right. well i am the fastest gun here not anymore yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean does that i mean yeah. well go ahead matthew there are two things that that keep recurring to me in reading her her geek girls please go away one is kind of an an element of of defensiveness and the other is a kind of a quiet and almost you know profoundly sad estrangement because what i'm reading here is it's a it's a title calling herself a geek is something that she has done that has allowed her to you know deal with whatever happens i don't know this but i'm listening to this and she's saying things like if you don't you know if you're not willing to put the time and effort into understanding something deeply or becoming borderline obsessed with it then you know you're not really a geek it's that self-given label she has put so much stock into her geek identity Mm -hmm. that that geek identity is being threatened by people and i think we all know people and you know some of us were people who for whatever we loved were either treated poorly or perceived that we were treated poorly. And I feel like that may, that may be something, and I'm, I'm reading way too much into this and I'm really extrapolating, but I, I, I feel like this is something where someone is proud of being a geek by her definition. She wants to share her definition and it's coming out as this is my definition. This is who I am. These are my scars and, and take your shots at them. Come on, but you're all fake. I feel like it's something that is less meaningful because there's so much emotion at the core of it there's so much of a you're not a real geek but the definition of geek is entirely personal and you know if somebody again if somebody is just now getting into something that doesn't mean that they won't know more than you know the three of us combined in a year or two i feel like this is this is this is something where we're alienating others we're saying you're not really part of this geek culture because this geek culture is what has made me unique and what, you know, feels like it has made that person feel like she is not necessarily valued, but it's something that she has definitely put stock into and people pretending by her means, you know, people who are doing it in an inauthentic manner are offending her. I can definitely see it, but I don't necessarily, I don't know why this is on Forbes. For one thing, except that, <laughs> except that you know the the whole geek Lip culture, fate. the hey, there's going to be an Avengers movie, yeah, pretty much. There's going to be an Avengers movie. Every movie is about it. People are like, you know, what's really great, Dark Knight, and I'm like, really? Tell me something. Do you know who Marshall Rogers and Steve Englehart are? And they look at me like I'm evil. And you know, that's my that's my estrangement coming out. That's my seriously. You can tell me how wonderful Christopher Nolan is, but in a lot of ways, he's taking elements and, and influences of other things that, you know, ha- have made kind of a gestalt. It's, it's, it's some more than the sum of its parts. And, you know, the geek culture that she's espousing here is a lot more than the sum of its parts. 
So wait a minute. You can make the argument, the, the biting the head off a chicken thing that used to be a geek. Now it's something that people use as an empowerment word. Okay. Did you, did you just say that you fell into the category of being this girl by saying if someone says, oh, I like that Batman. I really like Batman because they've watched the Batman movies. And then you ask them about Englehart and, yeah. and the others. that We all do that. Okay. Every single person alive does that because everybody exists on a spectrum. When, you know, when we're in the middle of a D&D game, when we are playing critical hit and it comes around and Rodrigo says, Torque, it's your go, friend. And I go, okay, what the hell is my attack bonus again? And 3,000 people who have memorized my plus 17 to attack roll their eyes and slap their foreheads and call me an idiot. Now. Does that mean that I'm not a good gamer, that I'm not a good geek? I don't know. It certainly doesn't mean that I haven't been playing Dungeons & Dragons for longer than many of our listeners are alive. It does mean that the portion of the game that I focus on doesn't necessarily mean that I always immediately think, okay, plus 17 to attack, what am I going to do, where am I going to go? I'm necessarily, you know, I may be focusing on other things. Rodrigo's flavor text is particularly uh, enchanting if you actually sit and listen to him when he does his thing. So, I mean, w would, would they be valid in saying that me forgetting my attack bonus or forgetting how a particular one of Brenzen's powers work makes me a bad gamer or a dilettante gamer, or, you know, I'm not really a nerd because I don't have that encyclopedic memory of my own character that I helped to create. I mean, really, I think what we're coming down to is, if you ask me, does her question, does her premise have merit? Yes, except in as much as the question she's asking is inherently meaningless. And the question she's asking is, hey, guys, do you understand this is how I define geek? Well, yes, you, you wrote for two pages about it. But then what? What if my well, definition isn't the same? So I think, uh, you know, moving forward as as a uh as as a culture and i honestly really hate the term geek um i don't care for any of I, I really don't like it but if i, if, I kind of have a problem just with the word fan just because of the root fanatic right uh, that that however has been lot, used right. for so long right that really you know if yeah. you say you're a fan of something in fact in saying that you're a fan of something really implies a mild interest sure, in sure, it sure. more than anything right. i mean just or, or rather and just an interest mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm a fan of old movies. Oh, have you seen Casablanca? No, but I've seen a few other ones. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know that kind of thing. Yeah. My um, eyes are rolling. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I think moving forward as a community, as geeks, as nerds, as gamers, as LARPers, as whatever you want. Well, not LARPers because um, they're just no. Those people. those guys are terrible. <laughs> those um, guys are just crazy. Ask, <laughs> just ask the Renfair folk. <laughs> Verily. <laughs> Thanks, Jlarpers, doth be out of their minds. <laughs> yes, thanks, Jake. Would thou like a pork pie? Anyway, you... what I'm saying is, um, <laughs> there are two ways to handle this, but in in both, uh, when you're in, in 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 either position, there's that kind of mm -hmm. open palm and a, and a closed fist. Right. If you mm -hmm. are just getting into a hobby and you're like. Boy, guys, I sure love Batman. You know what my favorite Batman is? That Batman that just came out. Right, right, you know? right. And somebody's like, oh, you do not know anything about Batman unless you've read um, Court of Owls. Right, right, right. You know? Dark Knight Returned. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Unless, unless you've seen the original Batman and Robin with Chris O'Donnell, yeah. right? <laughs> so then you're like, oh, okay. Teach me that a may be the only right, time right. that why don't, why don't, word was used to describe that movie. Right? Why don't Why don't uh, we get together and you show me that movie later? Or I'll borrow it from you, or I'll go on the internet and I'll track it down. You know, I can learn from this person who's being kind of mean to me. And on the opposite end, when somebody's like, when you are somebody who knows about things, and somebody comes up and says, "Boy, you know what my favorite Batman is." That new Batman that's just coming out, and then the Joker's all like, "Oh, I drive a pencil into Spawn's face." Was it was that Michael J. White that he does that too? I think. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, that was. But but a new person Michael, wouldn't Michael make that Michael J. White from Back to the Future, right? Yeah. Um, he's like, oh man, that was awesome, like, and it's like, oh well, he was good in Platoon too. Oh, okay, new person. Uh, do are, do you like Batman comics? Um, no, I haven't read any. He's like, okay, well, if you like stuff from uh the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Why don't you check out um the long Halloween mm-hmm. for one? Um why don't you check out uh was it Dark Victory was the Yeah, yeah the follow up. The follow up. Why don't you check out um you know some of these that awesome thing that Kevin Smith wrote where Batman peed himself. So Right. Uh why don't you check out that uh Legends of the Dark Knight stuff? I you know, I have friends who tell me that it's spectacular. You know, oh, uh, very smart friends. I'm gonna guess. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. No, very smart. Um, the kids are and really you. mean to them. <laughs> um, so here's what I'm saying. You have to take the that Amazon.com approach to things. Right. Right. You know, if you like, yeah, if you like this kind of thing, then you'll love this kind of thing mm-hmm. because then you're being positive. Now, right. If somebody's being a jerk to you, don't let people be a jerk to you. And sometimes. You know, sometimes we have to stop someone else who's being a jerk, especially if they're being a jerk to someone else um, who might not be able to defend themselves. You know, I'm I'm okay with somebody using their powers for good. So if somebody else is like, look at all these posers, they don't even know who, um, I don't know, the who th- that uh, you know the witchblade is they don't even know um and it's like well what's the witchblade's name uh i don't know witchblade right 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 you know sometimes calling people out you have to but don't mm-hmm. don't just call people out because they don't know like be nice about right. it and if you're nice about it then you give people an opportunity to get on this bandwagon with you and enjoy it yeah. and have fun with it i i, I do like that right positive attitude approach we had that discussion today uh, in fact uh, one of my students was like oh i really like that green lantern movie and i was like oh well that's good mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people that say this was a problem and this was a problem and this was a problem you might want to check out emerald dawn you, mm-hmm. which you know kind of tells a more modern emerald take dawn on is an or, awful story yeah but i mean when <laughs> you take a look at a different take on uh, uh, uh yeah. the Green Lantern origin. So was so was the the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Maybe he'll like that. Uh, you know, that's certainly a, a lot better than, like I said, what what I see in the cosplay community of girl. You think you yeah. can dress up like Power Girl, but you don't know nothing about her. But I'm a comic book fan. I've been reading comics since I was twelve, and that that's that's troubling. Don't. And that's the same. It's the same way with sports fans too. Oh well, who was uh, the shortstop in the 1969 World Series for the? Oakland A's. It's, I don't know. Bucky well, then you're not a fan. You know, it, it's that kind of stuff. But that's that the thing. Just you like, can't. We we can't tie it just to one culture because it happens. No, on that's, major that's spoilers right. on happens, a daily basis. It happens in, and this is the other thing that's kind of interesting. And going back to a, a a sports analogy, yes, you have fans, but then you also have fans based on what club or franchise that you favor. super fans. Yeah, and it becomes even more weird then. Well, absolutely. and But that's the thing. That is a natural human impulse. We are always, always jockeying for position. It is ingrained yep. into our brain minds to always try and be a little bit better than someone else. And when you find mm-hmm. somebody that you can put down, you have, like, people there have to go. actively stop themselves from putting somebody else down to show that they are better. It yeah. is a natural thing that we do. We... How, you know, humans very quickly, whenever a new social situation happens, stat, try to establish a hierarchy. Right. And everybody has yeah. different techniques that work for them and everybody mm-hmm. does different things. But there's a basic thing of trying to not be the lowest. Uh, yeah. The lowest man. You don't want to be bottom. you don't want to be the bottom feeder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's. There's a, there's a kind of an expectation here that we're talking about, you know, a specific aspect of culture. This is universal, useful knowledge. When you're the new guy, be respectful. When you are the, the grizzled veteran, you know, be gracious. If someone says to you that Dark Knight movie is the greatest Batman ever, that doesn't mean they're stupid because they haven't read Carmine Infantino's 1966 New Look Batman. 
Mm-hmm. It just means they haven't read Carmine Infantino's 1966 New Look Batman. This is a person who wants to love Batman, who loves what they've seen. And you can now share with them what you love, your specific piece of the hobby where you go, you know who's really cool? Ambush bug. But yeah, exactly. if you it, if you shoot that person down and you're like, oh, well, you didn't know anything, you've then made a subculture of the subculture and if your subculture exists as, you know, as part of our geekery is is kind of mocked and has been mocked, culturally speaking, because of the expectation of social ineptitude, I think that you know, the nerd on nerd violence that Rodrigo likes to joke about is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. You you get picked on for something and someone else comes in and you, you know, you do have that instinct to just kind of slap them down. And what you should be doing is building on the commonality that you have so that the next time somebody comes in and says, you're, you're a geek, nerd, dweeb, dork, spaz, whatever, you, there's two of you. And eventually there's an army of you and you can get little hats and little armbands and come for people in the night. Well, so maybe that's not the natural the extrapolation. Week, Matthew, I appreciate all the knowledge that you bring to Major Spoilers. And Rodrigo, I'm, I'm certainly always impressed with uh, the wealth of knowledge that you bring to the table. Because without your interest and willingness to teach somebody who has no clue or has an interest yeah. in, we wouldn't have Critical Hit, a very popular podcast oh, yeah. uh, because of that. Um, so, you know, you're right. I, I do like that approach of, Hey, let's encourage this instead of, Oh, well, you're just a dumbass. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's one other thing that I think this kind of, uh, taps into a little bit. This article specifically dances around it. But, uh, I think the other aspect of this issue is an issue of uniqueness or, uh, exclusivity that, right. uh, mm-hmm. wanting to be part of a, you know, everybody wants to be part of a secret society. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wants to be part of the select few. Everybody wants to be uh, naked and famous. Yep. So, uh, so <laughs> you, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. I'm actually really weird about this. And, and yes, yes, you are. I, I really am. Just um, this. This I, is the thing. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I'm only really weird about this. I'm saying okay. this is one of those things where I'm particularly weird. Um, hey, that's okay. my catchphrase. LARPing? Uh, no, one of the Magic things. the Gathering? Well, no, it's not that. But but actually, Magic the Gathering is a good example because I like building decks. Right. But I will not, will not build a deck that is uh, a too similar to a major archetype that oh, yeah. wins events. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I cannot yep. bring myself to bring to build a red deck wins, a black white tokens, a you know, I don't know. Uh blade. Yeah, certainly not a cob blade. I mean that deck is so specific that there's no room for interpretation or anything like that. When I go to restaurants, I can't order the same thing that if somebody else just oh, yeah, ordered. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we, I talked about yeah, that yeah. before. And that's my my weird necessity to 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 a certain degree express my individuality. Mm-hmm. And I try to have mm-hmm. non-confrontational ways to basically uh vent out my crazy but that's one of them and and i think that it's it's partially the same thing and i've i i've found kind of offbeat ways of doing that and i tr- i certainly don't look down at anybody who goes on the internet and puts together a red deck wins you go for it that's that's not an issue for me but i don't want to do that personally um i think there are yeah. people however who you know one of two things happen if somebody is doing something outside of that zone where they want to be, they get upset. Mm-hmm. And pretenders to the throne, you know, and I don't mean people who are pretending, I mean people who are literally able to take that title from you, who are able, who have a legitimate claim mm-hmm. to be in your super secret circle, mm-hmm. um, are threatening, mm-hmm. you know, because if that yeah. circle grows, then it's no longer exclusive. Now, everybody can buy a, a football jersey or everybody can, you know, ev- that's sure. a good example. Everybody, everybody can go buy a Superman shirt. Everybody can buy, yeah, everybody can buy a Superman shirt. Everybody can go buy a, uh, crap, I don't know any football players. Um, Manning. Tim yeah. Tebow. Peyton Manning. Peyton. Tim Tebow. Everybody can, anybody Kareem can buy. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Anybody can buy a Peyton <laughs> Manning jersey. Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Carter Hall. <laughs> 
Um, didn't Buddy uh, Booster Gold played football? Didn't he? Buddy Holly. Um, <laughs> anybody? Anybody Crash can Holly buy Body. Field, so yes, I can see that. Anybody can buy a Peyton Manning jersey. <laughs> oh, Steven! What? Bad. He no. threw it out there. I just Bad. followed through. No. No. <laughs> yes. No. Bad. <laughs> Sorry. Diamond Andrea. Phillips died in that crash, and I still haven't gotten over it. Um. <laughs> All right. I love so young guns. I... <laughs> Leave it to us to take a serious topic and turn it into a joke. <laughs> Major spoilers. Bring in no, the good stuff since the, 2006. The real amazing thing is that this always happens while I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> Amazingly, when one of the two of you is talking, <laughs> at least one other person in the podcast is quiet when and she... listening to your points. When you're the new guy, you have to be <laughs> respectful. When you're the old guys, you just have to be gracious. <laughs> Please, go on. Anyone can go out and buy a Peyton Manning Please. jersey. Anybody can go out and Peyton Manning jersey, but it takes, right. you know, somebody who knows, who knows football will go to the internet and buy a Mean Joe Green jersey. Right, right. 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 And I mean, even, or, you can you can oh, see oh. the irony in that example and that the only thing I know about Mean Joe is that he was in a very famous Coke commercial. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing jersey. is, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, look at that guy. He's, look at me. I know more about football than most people. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, so when somebody else comes up and is like, hey, I also like that, you're like, ah, you are not as vetted as me. You yeah, do yeah. not know things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember a movie called Comic Book Villains? Yes, uh, it's uh, sitting on my shelf. I think I gave it to Rodrigo at one point. That's the yeah. one where uh, the there, old lady has the comic book stash and the two competing store yeah. owners want it. Yeah, there, There's actually a very telling scene in that movie where Donald Logue and um, the Dread Pirate Roberts are fighting. And they've beaten each other up and they're both like half unconscious. And Donald Logue, who grew up, you know, estranged and geeky and, and out late, says to, you know, the, the cool blonde stranger who always seemed like he had his crap together, these comics don't mean to you what they mean to me. And the other guy's like, no, man, these comics got me through a terrible period. And they start fighting. They start having a geek slap fight over who loves comics more and arguing over things like the first appearance of Wonder Woman and real, you know, obscure stuff. To see who, you know, to whom yeah, this collection matters mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, they're trying to prove that, you know, that they're the, the superior geek. Now, me being me, I actually watched that movie and, and you know, I listened to that and I'm like, first of all, there was no Marvel mystery, number one. It was Marvel mystery starting with number two. Number one is just Marvel Comics, number one from 1939, which means that, well, I won. But it, uh, it's also a moment, you know, it... it that's the first thing that popped into my head reading this story was, you know, you, you've kind of created this, you've created this value. You've given something that, that intrinsic emotional value. I guess it's extrinsic because you put it there. It's not intrinsic. So, you know, let's go back to the beginning of that sentence and completely undermine my point. You've given something this value. An arbitrary and value, perhaps? What you're try- <laughs> yeah. What you're really trying Z. to do is not say, this girl is 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 bad because she doesn't know it. It's this girl doesn't understand the value that I have put into this. Mm-hmm. So here is the value does, that I would put into me this. personally. You know, you know what's a exactly, great and you know what a bar. Go back. I'll go back to the okay. sports analogy. I'll go into the bar. Mm-hmm. A bar, and it's Super Bowl Sunday or MLS right. Soccer Day or season opener day or, or it's like the world cup and there's world a bunch cup. of swedish piece people there yeah and you go in and it's like Oof, nah, oh it's you're comic, wearing your you peyton, see, no? you're wearing your peyton manning jersey and all, everybody else is there oh we're also fans of this team that peyton manning plays on <laughs> <laughs> yay oh but you don't you know you're not you're just one of those and you start to see that division oh well you don't really you're not a you're not a fan you're just one of those fair weather people that are here but then what happens everybody starts cheering Everybody starts going rah rah for our team. Right. The alcohol loosens everybody up just a little bit more. And yes, you may have one side of the room that's uh, tastes great, and the other side is a less filling. But that 
team that you identify with, that group that you identify with, the gamer, the geek, the nerd, the spaz, the football fan, the Miami Dolphins fan, the mm -hmm. uh, uh, sporting KC fan, whatever that may be, pretty soon it doesn't matter how much you know. Real Salt Lake. Yes, Real Salt Lake. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter how much you know about that team. It is, we are all part of that team, and it doesn't matter. We are all in that same same group together, hoorah for us. Mm -hmm. And I and I really would but think then, that that's where we need to go to is we need to find that level playing field and it may be a comic book convention where we are all, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who we are or what we know. It's we are here celebrating this together. And that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I, I get out of but, this is don't go away. Please come join our big party. Enjoy the fun that we're having here at the bar and that being a comic book convention. And not the bar. But isn't that, that just kind of a kind with. of a it's kind of an extension of the same thing in that you're all there and the people that aren't there, they aren't part of the experience. And again, yeah, we're boo, we're getting to that point where we're not going to the comic book convention. Yeah, but, but, but we're a, we're defining ourselves by again by what no, but we're it's not. By this, but it's but it's the group. Well, if if Rodrigo wants to call himself a gamer and I'm the hard you know, and let's say I'm like Got the the huge built system with the neon and the water cool and the blah and the blabing and the jello right. pudding pops. And Rodrigo comes in and says, well, I'm a gamer. I should say, yay, gamers, get over here, dude, let's play. Right? right. That goes back to what you were saying. Exactly. As opposed to, oh, do you have this system? Look at the power core that I have here and look at my frame rate that I've got on World of Warcraft. And <laughs> look, at oh, look, at my, look at my 52 level 80 paladins. I look how cool I am. What do you got? It's a got, level 10? You know, yeah, I, 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 can, I really think that that's a great way to approach it is embrace it. I can see my DPS at 5,000 DPI. <laughs> yeah, we need more polygons. I, I would I would be curious. I want everybody, uh, maybe you have a thought on this. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't really care. Maybe you are part of the uh, group that says, hey, fake geek people, step off. Maybe you're part of the people that say, hey, let's embrace everybody. Maybe you're the part of the people that say, well, I know more than you do, so therefore I'm better than you. Maybe you're, hey, I'm a newbie and I don't really give a crap. Whatever it may be. I want you to head over to Majorspoilers.com. Uh, I'll put a, a link to this uh, episode in the show notes if you're listening on a podcast or listening uh, off of another uh, means that you're getting this podcast but can still see the show notes. I want to I know what your thoughts are on this. I mean, this is obviously we've been talking for about an hour mm -hmm. on this topic. So it's obviously interesting of, to us. It's important to us. And it's obviously important to a lot of people, especially when you say – person X, we are excluding you, or person Y, you don't belong, or, you know, et, et cetera. Uh, and, and I want to get your feedback on this. Go over and read the Forbes article. I'll put a link to the Forbes article in there. I'll also put a follow-up to, uh, I think it was over at the Mary Sue uh, website, where she had a, had a pretty good follow-up and, and response to that. Um, read those. Share your thoughts. Share your opinions on, on this topic, because I think it goes beyond just a 45-minute, hour-long conversation that that we've been put out there. And we certainly don't have a girl's perspective on this either, mm -hmm. which is, you know, that other group that we certainly don't mean to exclude, but you know, we've got three guys here. Um, and, and I, I'm very curious to hear what, what your thoughts are. So please, please share, uh, in the few minutes remaining, Rodrigo, let's very quickly change the topic. Okay. Uh, so you can share some more of your knowledge so that maybe some people will get into it. Uh, the new avatar series, and I'm not talking about James Cameron, right. Hitting the bottom of the Marianas trench. I'm talking about Legend of Korra. Is that a euphemism? Because so, no, that's actually happened. Yeah, dude. He like he won. Yeah, he won. He did. He won. He's great. He's awesome. He went places where no one has ever been before. Congratulations, James Cameron. Yep. You. I don't want to see a four-hour 3D movie about it, though. Let's hope not. Um. So, uh, although him tagging along with the band was pretty interesting, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see where this goes. All right, so Legend of Korra is a sequel to Avatar The Last Airbender, a uh, Nickelodeon series about a um, mystical land and the, uh, the Avatar, who is somebody who has the ability to manipulate all four elements, and these are the four classic uh, Greek elements. Mm-hmm. Pizza, so, Twinkies, soda, yes. and crackers. Yes. Doritos. Doritos. Yeah. I can fold it into a taco. <laughs> and now this is the Taco Bell Loco El Taco Loco Grande Taco and so Chorito. Legend of Korra. No, you Legend. get you have to get the supreme version with steak because it's actually right. almost edible. 
So, Legend of Korra takes place, I believe it's supposed to be like 50 years or more after the events of The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Not the movie, the show. Okay. Um, and uh, there's, there's a few things that are already kind of amazing about it. Um, the technology level has increased. You know, in the world or the in, technology in the, of the in production? The, in the world. Well, both, okay. actually. The production values are even better than they were before. And this was a really well-made show, production-wise. Uh, but, yeah, the, the world has uh, has developed, which is, to me, that was suddenly really amazing. Because, you know, if, you, uh, if you've played, like, Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. or if you've... Uh, I'm a big gamer, so yes, I am. Right. Uh, yeah. If you play, uh, if you've played Skyrim, the, the, the technology level from the previous Elder Scrolls game to Skyrim is negligible. Mm-hmm. Nothing has really improved technologically. And you can argue that magic is, is uh, part of the reason for that. But, like, the, the games in these series happen hundreds of years, one after the other, but right. the technology doesn't increase. Right. In in Legend of Korra, it looks like a hundred years worth of technology has in fact happened. There are cars, there are radios. You know, you went from a medieval society to a like early twentieth century society, industrial society, yeah. Um, in that amount of time, and they part of it is that rather than magic stunting things, magic actually pushes things along. Um, so that in and of itself is really interesting. Um, so returning characters. Uh yes, there's one returning character. Katara is now an old lady. Okay, but that's it. Everyone else is a brand new character. You meet, you get to meet Ang's son. She was the one with the spots, right? Right. Um. You uh, you get to meet Ang's son, and he's the airbending. Uh, he's gonna be Korra's airbending mentor. Uh, because the avatar can manipulate all four elements, mm-hmm. and uh, she's having the most trouble with air because it is the element that is most unlike her personality. Um, similarly to how in the first series, you know, Ang couldn't get the hang of earth bending. Right. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. It brings back it brings back old concepts, uh, and yet uh, manages to spin them in a new way. Um, the story is likely going to focus on anti-bender sentiment, mm. which is interesting. You know, it's it's a place where the the series hasn't gone before. Um, right. People had been comparing it to the X-Men, you know, in the way that, you know, people don't like mutants in the X-Men's world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a legit observation, I think. But anybody dismissing it as an X-Men ripoff, uh, you know, is is really not looking at the the wider... Sort of a very, very rich world building that has uh, taken place here. So this is uh, going on now. Is this uh, yeah. live now on uh, Nickelodeon or? Yep, what it's going it on now. The first you can find the first two chapters uh, at uh, coronation dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, oh, I, I see what them. they did there. And uh, the yeah, there's also a few interviews with the creators and and. And things like that. So, but I mean, is this um, is this live on Cartoon Network, or you can only see these first two episodes online on Nickelodeon? Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, the series it's, has it's, kicked it's, off. Yeah, it, okay. it has kicked off. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So you say this is a big recommendation. So are people who are fans of the old Avatar going to look at this and go, eh, "I wish I miss Ang." Uh, they might, but if you dismiss this because it has all new characters, then you are going to miss out. And uh, later on, when you go to a convention and there are people there dressed like professional uh, exhibition sports benders uh, hanging out with your uh, water tribe savages, um, <laughs> you're going to be like, who are those guys? And then they'll have to explain it to you and it'll be embarrassing. You'll get back into this whole geek girl situation. Yeah, yeah. So I would say just watch it. All right. Well, thank you, Rodrigo, and thank you, Matthew, for being part of the show this week. And thank you to you, the listener, at home, or on the car, or in the bus, or driving down the highway, or flying in the plane, or listening to us on your iPad, or not listening to us on your iPad, but instead listening to on an inferior device that also streams in P3s. <laughs> We thank each and every one of you. And if you thought this show was interesting and you or Android listeners like this, cracking uh, rocks continue, together, 
Yes, there you go. Uh, if you would like to see this show continue and you would uh, you, you thought this was worth your time, please considering can please consider making a donation of two, five, or ten dollars a month. We really appreciate it as it allows us to uh, continue these ram- these ramblings uh, late at night and into the morning. Next week on the podcast or on the next podcast, X Cop Volume Three from Dark Horse Comics, written by a four, five, six year old, some some young tyke. And drawn by his older brother. We're going to take a look at that on the next podcast. Why? Because we know that you love comics, and we do too. And we will talk to you future people soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash majorspoilers. Fat the X-ray vision of a Superman. I could save a few bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the stand. But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, he kicked my butt out on the corner. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler, what a major spoiler. If I'm star raving rich like a man of iron, I might not be surprised to find that I might actually have the heart cold to follow an entire storyline. But would I really even need to read upon all those escapades? I mean, who needs such distractions when your sister's such a babe? But the downside is such a beast. Being shot up in a fine me in the Middle East with a King Santo and soldier. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler Major Spoilers It's copyright 2012